again, beautiful starseeds, and welcome back to another Expand podcast with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, I want to talk all about manifestation, but not necessarily in the way that we have all explored manifestation before. This is going to be a very new spin on manifestation. And I had this download the other day that the mundane creates our reality. And what I mean by that is that every thought, every feeling, every action, every reaction can be very impactful and very significant, not only on our own vibrations, frequencies, emotions, but also on our memories and our traumas and our attachments. What we rarely talk about is the mundane. So often we focus on these huge moments of challenge or growth or acceleration or suffering or fulfillment. But very rarely do we talk about your state of being, our state of being in every moment from moment to moment. For example, you're listening to this right now, but what are you really thinking about? Now, when I was a kid, I was extremely fascinated by thought, and I thought that it was weird that no one else talked about their thoughts. And then when I got a little bit older, I heard that people who talk to themselves in their mind are actually crazy. So I was always scared to bring focus and awareness around my thoughts after that point in time, which is really unfortunate that that's even ingrained in our society. Talking to yourself is an extremely healthy practice, depending on what exactly we're defining here, but it's fascinating what kids pick up on. When I was a kid, I was fascinated with the ability to count to a certain number in my mind while holding a conversation with someone else. Have you ever thought about the different thoughts that you have in your mind? Like, it almost feels like you could have a full conversation with yourself in your own head and still be carrying a conversation with someone else in this reality. I really feel like there are three main categories, I guess I could call it, of your thoughts. We could call it your subconscious thoughts. So the thoughts that are happening in the background kind of like running a program on a computer in the background. Programs are always running, even if you're not using them. It's kind of our subconscious thought. There is, in my belief, your conscious thought, which is the thoughts that are at the forefront that you're very aware of. And then I would say, without really knowing what these words are within their own definition, the third would be unconscious thought. So kind of like really deep feelings, emotions, and stirrings that we're not even aware of. And most of the time, these unconscious thoughts aren't really even thoughts at all. They're vibrations, they're feelings, they're emotions. They're not yet realized. So going from our conscious thoughts and the thoughts at the forefront of the mind into the subconscious thoughts that I think are still always there and we can pick up on that extra layer. It's a little bit deeper. And then to the unconscious thoughts, 
which are even deeper than that. And, and essentially they are vibrations, frequencies, and emotions that are not yet realized in a categorical or language sort of way. Now, what's important about understanding that, you know, first of all, we have more than one stream of thought is that in all of the moments in between the big moments, those moments are actually the moments that are creating our reality. Our reality is created within the mundane. So it's not good enough to every once in a while take full control, have full awareness, and take full ownership over our conscious thoughts to say, boom, all right, universe, all right, higher self, all right, soul, I'm showing up for you, and this is what I want. This is what my focus is. In retrospect, not only is that one small moment, and I'm, I'm to blame for this as well. This is not a you get, you get more homework today sort of thing. It's something to be aware of, right? But I know for myself, I'm a very clear manifester, but I don't really do the work. Like, I'm pretty lazy. I don't show up every day. I don't do daily affirmations. I don't have a shrine that I look at a vision board. I don't really do any of that. So when I do show up, I need to make sure that I show up loud. All right? What we don't realize is that all of those less dramatic, less extreme thoughts that we have, all of those more mundane thoughts that we have in our minds and in our systems, those are what really create our reality the majority of the time. So this is why I've been talking about our own conditions and our own beliefs within our reality. Because these conditions and these beliefs will anchor in the physical environment that we're dealing with on a daily basis. When you show up and you ask for that thing and you utilize full awareness in your conscious mind, it's a very small fraction of what your every single day reality really looks like. And on top of that, it's not that our mind stops at a certain point in our day. If you're like me, your mind is always going. No matter if you're taking a walk, no matter if you're talking to a family member, no matter if you are watching TV, no matter if you're painting your nails, your mind is constantly going. So when we start to focus on all three layers of our thoughts and we kind of rein them in, in a way, we then get to really clearly and sharply create our reality uh, the way that it needs to be created. So say, for example, good example, this just happened to me in my life recently. I was painting, uh, not artistically, I was just painting a wall white, pretty boring, pretty actually really mundane, kind of like getting stuck in traffic, right? I'm just painting this wall white. It needs like five coats of white. And while I'm painting, I all of a sudden start thinking about this uh, girl who put out like a hater video or a troll video or I don't know. I, it's, it's, I don't like those words. She put out a contradictory video to what I believe in and she was putting me down in a not so nice way during that video. I really want to stop saying hater or troll because it's very, it's disrespectful and condescending and, and they don't deserve that basically. So this this girl, she popped up in my mind and, you know, I started 
kind of uh, circling or spiraling around these different thoughts uh, about this girl and the content and feeling really misunderstood and misread um, and feeling kind of bad about it. And these are thoughts that I guess just enter the mind and you're really not aware of them most of the time. And because I think I was just painting and I was pretty bored in that moment and just, you know, aware of those thoughts, I stopped what I was doing. And I thought to myself, really? Does this really annoy you? Like, I didn't think that this bugged you as much as it does. But clearly here we have some space. We're doing this mundane task and this is what your mind goes back to. So I took the time in that moment to really neutralize that frequency, to check into myself, to ask myself, are you okay? What do you need to feel seen and heard? And it actually came down to sending this person a really nice, actually, message, just respecting their perspective and opinion and appreciating their position in my reality. You know, it was actually a very, very lovely message that I ended up sending them. And I felt good about that. And all of a sudden, those thoughts went away. Now, the problem is, is that we are so stimulated throughout our day that we very rarely are aware of what we're thinking about. Now, I want to talk about stimulation because this is something that I've really had some big aha moments within as well. Now, in my life, in my day, just at this point in my life anyway, because it always changes, I feel like I am constantly stimulating my mind. And part of me doesn't like that. Uh, It's kind of like if you look at your life and you're like, every day I drink a glass of wine, or I'm always yearning for a romantic partner and I never have that, okay? So the fear there is, do I need this thing to feel balanced, right? Now, in my mind anyway, I don't want to have to rely on anyone, anything, any habit. I want to make sure that I am free of those chains and in full fluidity in every moment from moment to moment. That's just me though, okay? And so I asked myself, I said, do I need stimulation? Now, I'll tell you what my stimulation is. My wife is really into true crime, I've been very interested in like kind of the psychology behind true crime. Um, I've also very been interested in like cults as well and just a very deep fascination with that. And, And my biggest question is always, you know, where did they go wrong, right, with cults? But it's just a curiosity thing. So I find myself these days constantly listening to maybe it's a YouTube video with a true crime episode Maybe it's a podcast with true crime or a cult podcast. And, you know, I question that. I'm like, can I not be alone? Like, can I not, you know, do I always have to be doing something or listening to something while I'm answering emails or writing up a document? Obviously, when I'm creating content like this, I'm not scrolling through my emails while I'm talking to you guys. That would be very difficult. And I have to show up and be present. And of course, when I'm channeling, I am forced to clear my mind, let go of any and all attachment and be present or else I would never get access to information. So I was worried about this. Okay, I was worried about the stimulation. I think a lot of us, especially during quarantine, 
we're all kind of slacking a little bit. I don't know about you. Maybe you're like, you found a new exercise routine and you're killing it. I don't know. But on my end, I've been slacking and I've gotten into some bad habits that I don't really like. But I also don't really hate myself for doing it. And I understand it's all just a phase. But I questioned this. I questioned the overstimulation and I questioned the need to always be listening to something or discovering something or stimulating my mind. Through my questioning and a little bit of meditation the other week, I made this realization and it, it was a huge aha moment for me. And it all relates to the thoughts, the mind, creating the mundane in creating that, manifesting that into your reality. When my mind is stimulated through something like a documentary or a true crime episode or, I don't know, a YouTube thing, all right, or a movie or something, and of course I'm doing other things while I'm watching this, this is the age that we're in, my mind is occupied, which means that when I don't have the stimulation my mind is extremely clear. I am very aware of my mind and my thoughts. And everything that I think about is very sharp. It's like I put my mind, my manifestation energy into autopilot or into a place of neutrality while it's being stimulated so that when I'm ready to go, and to have a clear thought about what I want, I let go of any and all distraction and I manifest the shit out of it. And it comes within a week, sometimes within a couple hours or a couple days. Now, I, I really don't know if this is just like spiritual bypassing at its best, but this was a download that came to me as far as why I work. This was all subconscious choices why I've gotten to this place where I am very concentrated so that my mind isn't subconsciously manifesting something that I am unaware of. So I don't know if you can relate to that. I don't know if you've been there. I don't know if you've thought about this at all. But the point that I'm trying to make is there are things for you to do. There are ways for you to work so that you are harmonizing with your mind so that you're not manifesting or holding space for all this junk in your mental space and just not sharpening that. So, you know, I also, if I'm not listening to crime stuff, I'm listening to music and EDM almost every single hour that I'm awake which is bizarre. I don't know. I don't know if other people do that. I don't know what your reality looks like. But once again, it's a way for me to keep my unconscious and subconscious mind rooted so that my conscious mind can focus on the task at hand and so that I'm not expelling fuel on the back end. I'm not leaking out anywhere. So I just thought that that was a very fascinating observation that I was able to make upon questioning how our mind and our thoughts really function to create or uncreate or recreate this reality. So I want you to do something moving forward. When you are doing a mundane task, it could be cooking dinner, vacuuming the floor, 
getting stuck in traffic, answering emails, or watching TV. You know, when you're doing something where your conscious mind can switch into an autopilot mode, I want you to take a step back, take a step away from your current reality, and I want you to observe how your subconscious and unconscious mind function. What are the conversations that are going on in your head? What are you thinking about? Is it that issue that happened when you were 10 years old? Was it the conversation that you had yesterday? Is it about what you're going to make for breakfast tomorrow morning? What are those thoughts? Because the clearer you are in understanding the mundane aspects of your day-to-day thoughts, the more clear you become on why your reality is the way that it is. Now, I will say, just to kind of take a step forward, because I don't want to leave you there, right? Be aware of your thoughts. (laughs) Bye-bye. I want to give you another kind of piece of the puzzle. Once you're aware of the thoughts, like for example, once I was aware that my mind kept going back to this whole hater, troll, uh, person with an alternative opinion, okay? When I recognized, and I didn't even know that that was bothering me, when I, when I was aware of that and, and saw that and recognized that, I took action steps to neutralize it. I checked in with my human. What do you need, Elizabeth? Why do you feel this way? Why is this thought coming up? So really, after you're aware of the thoughts that are creating your reality, that are just the thoughts in between the things, then you need to ask yourself, are these thoughts serving me? And for the most part, if you're just worrying about the future or you're trying to plan out your next meal or you're, you know, you're just, maybe you're more in the present moment and you're, you know, with your kids or you're really engrossed in that television show or what have you. If you're too in the moment, which is beautiful because it's great to to be in the moment and stay present, but if you are very engaged with whatever you're participating in, then maybe you need more space and more time out of the moments as well to be aware of those background thoughts. Whatever the case, after you ask yourself, does this thought serve me, yes or no, Obviously, if it's yes, great, fantastic. If it's a no, then what can you do to better support yourself? And I can't answer that for you. You have to answer that for yourself. If this isn't serving me, then what will help? What will serve me? What will assist? How can I change this thought around or transmute the energy of this vibration? And with that, thank you all so, so much for being here, for showing up for yourself. We need that more than ever these days, and I really, really appreciate you. Be sure to check out my YouTube channel, subscribe, go over to Instagram, uh, even TikTok now. So I hope to see you on all of those other channels. Have a beautiful rest of your day, your night, your morning. You are exactly where you need to be. And until next time, I will see you in the fifth dimension.